Today's episode 82 of Mob Rules is brought to you by our friends at the direct order upgrade company Helmet Emporium. Do you hate having models with bare heads in your army? Well, order from us and you can give them a big comfortable douche and refresh your army today. Now available in Summer's Eve, Flamboyant Strawberry, and Salt and Vinegar Fresh Scents. I don't want to try salt and vinegar douche. That just <laughs> that sounds painful. <laughs> the salt part? You know what? They, well, wait a minute. The vinegar part. Well, I hear they're I hear they're working on a malt vinegar flavor for our uh, UK friends, but a uh, malt vinegar? Yeah, malt vinegar. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe a prawn cocktail. Mm. <laughs> mm, yummy. Uh, uh, welcome to episode eighty-two of Malt Rules. Uh, I'm John, joined of course by. Dave and Danny, and uh, we're back. Oh, man, it's been so long since we released an episode or sat down and recorded together. I know. I feel like I haven't seen you guys in like months. Oh, right? I know it's crazy. Um, big oh. thank you to everyone who's uh, who's followed along with our kind of kill team stuff. Yeah, um, it's been super rad. It's very like uh, nice to, to put a lot of time into putting some stuff together and have actually people watch it. Yeah, <laughs> that's what? always the worst when you put like hours into doing something and they're like, eh. I, I think my uh, my favorite. Two responses where somebody said, this has been my favorite bat rep yet, and you guys suck. And I was like, oh, thanks. <laughs> and, and then I had somebody actually message me directly, was like, man, your, your learn to play is perfect for showing to kids. And I can't wait to get my kids to play it. And I was like, yes. awesome. That's don't what, let your kids watch the battle don't, report. Don't watch the second <laughs> one. I'm very sad because there was one of the times we cut uh, to do like a rules discussion. And I'm like editing through and watching the raw footage. And like Danny has this like really sick solid burn on you. And I, I spent about five to ten minutes trying to figure out a way <laughs> to include that. But I was like, oh, there's no natural way. Uh, and I wish I knew, I wish I remembered what that was. I bet it was good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was so good. <laughs> but yeah, uh, let's see here. Well, what have we been up to in this past uh, week or so since we last released? Uh, let's see. Uh, well, definitely nothing to do with Kill Team. And uh, well, I've been doing a lot with Kill Team. Oh, I feel like. right. Yeah, All right, so Dad, yeah, so. go go take us away. Yeah. Uh, what have you oh, been yeah, doing with Kill Team? Yeah, right. start. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, well, we were filming a bunch of Kill Team stuff. Oh, <laughs> I've, been, I've been reading the Kill Team rules a lot. Um, like just trying to make sure we're doing stuff right. Um, which is it's more complex than initially appears, and there are some hidden things I would say in the rules, and that you really have to like really pay attention to some of the stuff because it's some of it's a little bit buried in the text. There's it could use a couple more call-out boxes, let's put it that way. The sacred yeah. text? Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, so I've been doing that. Uh, I've been doing some hobby stuff. Uh, I've been working on some Harlequin models. Uh, I took a Harlequin's army to uh, uh, to a tournament uh, a couple weeks weeks ago. Uh, had had a good time. Mm-hmm. I won all my games, but I didn't uh, win the event because there was a lot of people because uh, we usually get like a good turnout for our events yeah, so yeah. usually like 14 to 16 yeah we had 19 people yeah. at, at mj's this weekend so um but i got second so that was i was i was happy with that i mean any kind of like three and oh with harlequins is pretty tough yeah so uh i like doing that um i don't know oh yeah i painted up I painted up that kill team of mechanicus models the slot and like, they look good yeah you did and they yeah. looked really nice thanks it was a way for you to try out your uh wanted harley or not harley quinn but mechanicum scheme as yeah well. yeah so that was that was cool uh they, they look rad um 
I don't know. I I think you, that's been it. You played in you actually played in like two tournaments. Oh yeah, I played weeks. in another tournament. <laughs> we had an Age of Sigmar tournament this last weekend. I played in that. Uh, I played out. Uh, I played in Night Haunts. Uh, it, so the rad thing about this is it didn't require painting, and so uh, Rikenor the Grim Hailer just came out this week. And oh, did so, you pick him up and put him in? Yeah, your like literally, right before the tournament started, I clipped him out of his sprue, and he's a push together. So I just fit him, fit him together, and uh, and threw him in my list. He's the chain rasp jailer guy, right? No, he's the uh, the the, ho- the flying dead Pegasus horsey guy. Oh, the big scythe, right? Okay. Yeah, he was actually. So I was not keen on him, but then like after I played him, like I'm like, oh yeah, this guy's red. So, nice. yep. Uh, oh, and I I went two and one on that one. I lost to the tournament winner and got second place in that tournament as well. So noticing a theme yeah. for you there. Yeah, number two. Number two. <laughs> Dave, what'd you get up to? Oh man. Uh well I I whipped through some uh Gene Stair Cult models for the kill team stuff. They look, um, also look red. Mm-hmm. Uh and I started recording a uh, a bat rep or a bat rep, a uh, a tabletop plus and uh, discovered my camera was dead. Oh no. So Did I, you finish doing the tutorial and then find out it's dead? Uh no. I uh, I just gave up and went back to painting Gene Steeler cult models. <laughs> uh, I was like, you know what? I'll just not do Tabletop Plus for this time around. We'll call it good. We released we released a ton of other content, you know. Instead, so oh I my feel god, like, yeah. I feel for... like I feel like people got their uh, fill of mob rules this last I, week. I think I released more videos last week than I have in the last year, which isn't really a no. big achievement. I released two, so <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know. It is what it is. Hey, man, it's still work. You did, yeah. yeah, they're good videos. Yes. They're solid. Yes. Apart from, like, the jokes that didn't land because it didn't render properly. <laughs> so when you watch our bat raps, there's going to be, like, just two-second sections of black screen with, like, really calming music in the background. There's supposed to be a please stand by picture there, and it's very funny if you see it. Yeah. Not funny enough for me to re-edit, re-render, and re-upload, but it's good. Yeah. <laughs> It uh yeah no it's it's good stuff I I'm so glad that when I said yeah dude do you want me to edit one of these two videos you were like no nah, I'll take care of it because I was like I really don't want to edit those videos uh, good I it takes me enough time editing my own they're only ten minutes long and I was yeah. like I know how long the videos that we recorded were so I was like oh fuck that's gonna take forever. so I mean honestly they weren't terrible like um like for the battle report there's like ninety minutes of raw footage including rules discussion yeah it was edited down to about an hour three an hour four. Yeah. Um. And like on like I've been hearing like a nightmare multi-camera setups are for like oh it's all this extra editing it's all this extra stuff but like honestly it's like a lot of fun because it's really easy to hide stuff because it's not if you only have like one camera you like the cuts are jarring and you're like oh you know oh my god and this you know is jumping over here and moving over here but like I can just cut to a different camera and it's like really easy to to take out I think once I took out like eleven minutes of footage in like one section <laughs> so I mean it's. It's nice, and I got a groove of doing it now because the first time nice. I did it, I got to the end of it, and my computer crashed, and I hadn't saved any of it, so I had to redo the whole womp, thing. Womp, womp, womp. Uh-huh. but you learn. Yeah, I mean, I I think it looks better. I th- I think the uh, the the camera sitting on a tripod, steady, looking at something oh, rather than just insider secret. Don't tell me I put it on the tripod. Around. Oh, my mistake. <laughs> that's I that's just, all my free hand. Next next to that mystery box. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, that mystery box. No one's commented on that. That makes me yeah, very sad. Yeah. I think I'm it's surprised. my childlike no. handwriting. That's not true, actually. I I got comments on the box. The oh, you du- did the Duncan box. Okay, so mm. well, wait. Let's wait. not spoil it. Yeah. yeah. That's that's my baby, and I don't yeah. get comments on it. I'm very sad about that. Well, it's because people are messaging me because you make me share it. Fair. Nah. Fair, fair. Uh, so, yeah, I worked on the Gene Stiller cults. Uh, I've been uh, kind of just 
rebuilding the hobby space that you know and putting everything away uh i have uh, dug out and built a couple chaos guys for a uh, csm cult and now i'm in the process of looking for some ig models to turn into cultists nice. and steal some heavy stubbers and i'm just i'm theory crafting tons of lifts for kill team with models that i already have and models that i want to buy and i was like oh shit i'm spending so much money on stuff that i'm barely gonna play with maybe you know but i want to have a kill team for each squad that's so. the dream yeah it's it's working out great so that's pretty much what i've been up to it's kind of kind of weak oh but i'm planning for uh the the team tournament cody and i have got a schedule down to uh, the following week after this weekend coming up uh, after yep. this airs we're going to fairbanks to yep. throw down oh yeah so yeah this this should air friday right um and then the following day you're going up to fairbanks early uh, i'm going up later in the day I'm gonna try and like all weekend long it and play a tournament here Saturday, drive for eight hours, tournament there Sunday. You're an animal. And see yeah. see how we do. I gotta well, get those fake internet points, man. He's got that advantage of the wife is gonna drive up there. Yes. So nice. So let me sleep. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I I'm just gonna go up in the morning and and then meet up with some of the guys in Fairbanks and hopefully play some other type, you know, play some kill team or, or play some Blood Bowl or play whatever, you know, maybe some Shades Fire. Who knows? You know, just hook up and hang out with those guys that we never get to see because they live, what, yeah. 500, 400 miles away? It's, a, it's an eight-hour drive, so. I mean, they live in a bit away. Basically, it's not even a city up there. It's just a couple of huts, I think. <laughs> you know. So, yeah. Just, that's, just a couple of huts. Yeah. Yeah, mudded together. Um, I so. um, didn't didn't really get much done this week apart or this past couple of weeks. I finished up the, the Kill Team terrain, which we talked about last episode. Um, I uh, order uh, an order of mine came in for some movement trays for 40k. Awesome. Oh, nice. uh, so I picked up some for my Dire Avengers. I uh, really just to kind of speed up my game. Um, Where, where'd you get them from? Oh God, that's what I was looking for here right now. It was um, shoot, a company. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> I heard they do good work. They, they yeah. do good work. Um, they're a little corporate for my taste. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and a little generic. Oh, um, <laughs> from oh, Ac- they're from Acme, but uh, yeah. oh, so it's good chance of them exploding then. <laughs> yeah, but I think these are the same as the ones you have, Danny. Oh yeah, um, what is the what is the name of that place? God, they're really good. Uh, wow, this is Tectonic Craft Studios. Yeah, that's Te- Tectonic Craft Studios. So I, I picked up. Whew, this um, is riveting. Five. <laughs> I wasn't gonna be able to sleep if you guys didn't figure out the name. I picked up. We, five. we did it together. Five of the uh, five slot trays and five of the three slot trays. Nice. With the idea that uh, each squad of dyers will be like a three and a five. And that way I can kind of spread it out a little easier oh, and kind of uh, move them around. But again, it's kind of looking at ways to speed up my game, um, especially like when I'm running or planning to run about 80, 90 models in a 2,000 point list. Um, I think the latest iteration, I'm, I'm adding some Dark Reapers. Uh, I can't get those yet, though. I'm trying to find out if they're direct or web only. Do you, okay. Mm. Yeah, we can talk, but if you need to borrow some. I might need to borrow 18. Do okay. you have 18? Um, oh, that's a lot. I have. I know I have 15 that are built. I might have three over here. Okay. I have some, yeah. but... We can, um, we'll see. I said the little latest iteration on my list, it drops... Um, I think I dropped the... I'm going to try dropping the, the Hemlocks um, for Dark oh, Reapers. Oh, really? Okay. Maybe. I haven't decided yet. I know I drop a, a lot of Rangers, um, but I'm still kind of playing around. Um, but again, trying to make the most out of... Um, Forewarning. Well, don't forget the tournament yeah. this weekend. The, the yeah. prize is a War uh, Warhound Titan. So, oh man, my elder love Warhound Titans. That'll be the best basing decoration for my Wraith Knight. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, 
I, I played at that same tournament uh, out at MJ's with Danny. Uh, I went oh, yeah. two and one for the day. Um, no, one and two. One and two for the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I had a rough day of it. Holy cow. A really tough Nurgle Zinch demon list and a really tough. Who was my round one again? Shit, it was. Uh, custodes? Well, yeah, the Custodes. Um, and again, like, weight of. And this is why I kind of look into Dark Reapers because I need weight of fire with AP. Or, and, or again, and multiple damage. And multiple damage because, like, two uh sorry four d flamers just really isn't cutting it for kind of multiple damage sure so i have a way to fire from the dire so i'm going to try something else for the the kind of the multiple damage there that's fair um and then my third game i played against one of our, our listeners actually um, oh, he's cool. fairly new to the game it was a really good game it was a little lopsided um yeah. uh, my list isn't typically an and two list going into round three um so uh it, like i said i was a little one side, he had a really nice-looking uh, marine list. Awesome. Uh, oh. Like, rhinos full of marines. Everything was, like, unit-marked. Everything was color-coded. It looked beautiful. Oh, man. Um, I'm jelly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, however, two hemlocks in the backfield, uh, screaming at a land raider <laughs> and then shooting it with D-sites, and it just didn't really work out super good. But what was really nice is I got to talk to him afterwards, kind of, like, go over a couple things. Oh, cool. Um, and like I said, it's a, really, it's a really unappreciated part of the hobby is kind of, like, the post-game. Of, you know, hey, man, you know, I was like, this was really good. This was really good. I maybe wouldn't have done this. I maybe would have done this. Sure. Um, if they're receptive to it, of course. But yeah. Right. It, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. It's, it's always good to ask permission before you do that, too, right? I mean, like, yeah. 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 Because you don't want to, like, super offend someone because someone might be, like, really, like, think you're rubbing it in or something like that. But really, yeah, you're just trying yeah. to. Yeah, you're you just know, trying oh. to be nice. So, uh, looking at the BCP app, it looks like you played against Zach in the last round. That's right. Zach. So. It was his first few games. Um, and like I said, it was a uh, yeah, he had a lot of fun. And it was nice to talk to, and he's very open, receptive, um, and kind of helped him learn a few rules. He certainly learned about Doom. Ooh. I taught Ooh. taught him that's, about Doom. That's a rough lesson. <laughs> that's a rough <laughs> lesson. Um, but yeah, that's about all I've been up to. Um, I think before we go to break, I'm going to jump into the um, the mailbox. Oh, that I sprung on you guys. Oh man, and, and kind of everyone. Oh, we still haven't heard it. So I, I set up so a. Scared. I set up a voicemail box. Um, well, I've got a couple of voicemails in this time. We're not going to listen to all of them, just probably just one or two. Did you screen these? I'm just I did curious. not screen these, oh, no. Sh- I'm sure, uh, knowing our <laughs> listeners, it's it's uh, it's an Aussie telling me to suck some dicks. Followed well, by, I mean, what's new? Yeah. Followed I mean, by, the new things in Australia and not in Alaska telling them to suck follow, some dicks. Followed by somebody in the United States telling me to suck some dicks. Okay, <laughs> but, so. but this is a it's legitimate number I have set up. Uh, if you want to leave voicemails for us to play uh, and comment on here, the number is 702-551-6946. Does it spell anything cool like mob rules? No, or? I tried to get that, but 702 is a Vegas number, so I figured there's like 800 people oh, in Vegas that sure. can call, maybe in February. Oh. And then also it had 69 in it. I, okay. So again, 702-551-6946. Leave us a voicemail. Um, the first one here, let's just press play. Awesome podcast. Make more. Make them faster. Oh. oh. Like, I mean, that's like, super good feedback. I mean, you could just play the episode faster, I guess. I was going to say, uh, make them faster as in kind of chipmunk style, speed them yeah, up. I was, yeah, was. that's what I was thinking. Yeah, kind of. Kind of reminds me of when a chick asks you to go deeper. I mean, she's hoping for philosophy. I, I think, mean, but, uh, the only difference is this time this is possible, Dave. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. well, in, in feedback, though, in the past two weeks, we've now released two podcasts, two videos. I mean, I, I honestly, I can't go any faster. Otherwise, I'm going to end up divorced. Um, all right, uh, let's go into, let's just do one more here. Let's see what this is. Hey, you bogans. So it's Adam from Australia. 
Um, you uh, you set up this mailbox, and now you get the the joy of listening to me as I walk to catch my train. Uh, 40k opinion. Um, we've got heaps of 40k opinions, but what I really want is your opinion. Um, I think that you guys should tell me whether I should drop all my current projects and just start on my orcs. How soon do you think the orc codex will be? Do I need to rebase everything on 32s? Uh, inquiring minds want to know. All right, you, uh, uh, I've already called you bogans, and now you've put me on the spot thinking of Australian insults. Um, I could say that you are, you know, short of kangaroos in the top paddock, or I could say that you are a bunch of uh, useless sheep shaggers. Um, but they're pretty common insults. Um, look, I'm going to workshop a few, and I'm going to leave another voicemail later today. Peace out, guys. Oh, oh man. Well, uh, the only request I do have is when you do call in uh, English, please. Uh, none of us do speak any foreign languages. Yeah, and, I can barely uh, yeah, understand I can't them. understand that um, at all. <laughs> but that's a beautiful uh, New Zealand accent. Oh, I mean... I can't tell them apart, honestly. They're the same. <laughs> it seems the same to me. Um, but but in, in in response to his question, I only picked here, up a couple of words. Something about orcs, right? And right. Codex. Right. Yeah. Well, we're not an orc podcast. So. I mean, yeah. well, not anymore. <laughs> um, so uh, he should should he ditch all of his current projects to, to start working on orcs? Oh, thanks for translating that. Yeah, you're welcome. I speak um, I, te- I speak Tasmanian, so it's fine. Okay, <laughs> thank you. He's from Scotland, but he has got a BA in Tasmania. So, well, yeah. Um, uh, so sense. ditching, Adam, I wouldn't ditch all your current projects to work on orcs. Um, it, it's looking like orcs are going to be probably September. Roughly. I think I, I, so crazy theory. Okay. okay. October. Ooh, yeah. You gonna, mean Orktober? Yeah. They're going to wait and release it oh. and do an Orktober. That's so my guess. we're thinking probably space wolf, September, mm-hmm. space wolf, timber, and then <laughs> wolf, timber, wolf, timber, <laughs> wolf, timber. <laughs> You know what? I, I wouldn't be surprised to see Gene Steeler cults come out first. No, the the next two have been get confirmed to All, be Space Wolf Forks. Except that they've got they have been pimping those those uh, Gene Steeler cult models more oh, and man, more. If those bastards lied to me about an Orc Codex again, it's not a lie. It's still coming. It just they just never said when it was. Yeah, that's called six edition for Orcs. <laughs> Sixth edition of 40k was the honestly you guys are soon, and then seventh edition. No, no, they released Orc Codex at the very tail end of six. And then, oh no, there was the first codex of seventh, I think, right? Yeah. Which means it instantly got outpowered by everything afterwards. So, wouldn't you rather be the last codex? Because then you've got the mad power creep. All you have to be the power creep. Well, or you could be Tau. That's. You gotta gotta have no words. Yeah, I have no words. I got nothing for that. Yeah, nothing. So, yeah. uh, Okay, 32s. I think, yes. Yep. I think all works are going to be coming on 32s, looking at the kill team stuff coming. Except Gretchen's. I think Grots should be 40. Grots aren't orcs. Yeah, Grots should be 40 millimeter pieces, though. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, maybe uh, a snarling or a snot should be like a, a 50 or a 60. Yeah, just oh, to yeah. make sure that he Board has control. enough room that you right. can put some model, some other stuff on there. Yeah, <laughs> that, that aren't snotlings. But yeah, 
but I wouldn't rebase. I would necessarily. There's a bunch of really good filler rings that are used. Yeah, because I know bases like GW bases in um, Australia cost like seventeen thousand dollars for yeah, a pack of for, five for five right, for shipping. It's um, unbelievable. The exchange rate of there is. But just, I think secret weapon miniatures have ring extenders. I have bought some. I, I purchased some of those actually um, for for that, and they're they're super easy to use and super easy to put on. Um, and it gives you the same impression of a 32 without having to file off people's feet. Yeah. Yeah. But mm-hmm. all right. Uh, so I'm going to delete everything else in the voicemail box. Um, and then, yeah, but like I said, feel free. Give us a call. Leave us a message. Uh, 40K related, not 40K related. Who knows? Um, swear at us in your own language. Yeah. Um, just we might not understand it like that wonderful uh, Aucklander uh, said to us there. Uh, the number one more time, uh, 702-551-6946. And that's in America because that's where we are. So. And not from Christchurch like the last message that we played. No, 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 not from Christchurch. It's beautiful. <laughs> I love Taiwan. If you're in the Anchorage area and need your hobby fix, head on down to Tier 1 Cards and Games. Whether it's 40K, X-Wing, Attack Wing, Yu-Gi-Oh, Dragon Ball, Pokemon, War Machine, Age of Sigmar, Malifor, or even Magic, the Gathering kind, not the Siegfried and Royd kind, Tier 1 Cards of Games has the space, the players, and products for you to build your forces and destroy your foes. Not in Alaska? Enjoy our snow, suckers. We've got none. And while you're stuck inside, check out Tier 1's live Twitch stream at www.twitch.tv forward slash Tier 1 Cards. Streaming ITC format, 40K starting at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time on the last Saturday of every month. And we're back. Hey. So so the main thing we're talking about today, well, we have kind of two, you know, equally main topics. But the fun one we're going to be talking about is wow. we absolutely did not. We absolutely did not, as my dog co-stars yet again, um, uh, rip off the Iron Chef uh, idea. Um, this is a completely original idea. It is not the Iron Chef. This is the Plastic General, where what happens is one, much different. Much different. Right. We both have to, uh, two of us have to make a thousand point army list using a secret unit, uh, not ingredient, a secret unit chosen by the third person. And um, army. Yeah. So, Danny, you were lucky enough this time to be able to pick uh, the army type and I, the unit we're going to be using. Uh, what did you choose uh, for our Iron Chef? Plastic General challenge. Dude, just get it right. All right, so the unit type that I chose was Whirlwind. You have to take three Whirlwinds in your army, and your army has to be from the Adeptus Astartes faction. So that opens it up to any chapter. So like Blood Angels, Dark Angels, Death Watch. Space Wolves, yeah, whatever. Death Watch can't take the ones. It's a shame. I mean, you could put I would Death Watch in your list. I guess, if right you in deep there. striking whirlwinds in the back. <laughs> <laughs> the most deadly of close combat <laughs> units. Even, the whirlwind. Your, what's your kill team? Four whirlwinds. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I, you know, Surprise, <laughs> motherfucker. Um, they, don't, they don't even need a line of sight. I would just leave them off the table and be like, no, they're just over here. Shoot. Yeah. Uh, so Dave and I both made thousand point lists so uh, that fit that ingre- unit in. I just want to know. So, on on other uh, single ingredient, main ingredient that you have to incorporate into your dishes. I mean, uh, armies uh, type uh, shows. Do you, there's always like a uh, a a plastic general and then a challenger. Uh, which one am I in this scenario? Well, so since we haven't done this yet, Dave, we have to determine who the winner is, and the next person will be the challenger. Oh Ooh. yeah, yeah. All right. So we got two challengers, a secret. Only one of you may be crowned the Plastic General. 
<laughs> that was the worst. <laughs> you really made you really like anti. You made it's that okay. anticlimactic. Do it, do it again. Okay, do it again. Here we go. You ready? 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 Only one of you can be the plastic general. <laughs> Fight. Uh, oh man, I really want to be the plastic general so bad. Okay, so Dave, what is your thousand point dish list? All uh, right, uh, my thousand point dish list. I it is. Um, I went pure dark angels. All right, and my thoughts for this were: um, you get a little bit of tasty uh, re-rolling of ones if you sit still. Uh, whirlwinds can shoot without being seen, and they, so they don't have to move. They've got 72-inch range, so they can sit behind a building. Some of the new uh, sector imperialis terrain, perhaps, that's line of sight blocking. Sure. So they can just kind of rain death uh, over a wall at them. So I've got two detachments in my thousand points. Uh, the first detachment is a spearhead detachment, uh, which takes the place of uh, using all three whirlwinds to give me that, and a lieutenant. Okay. Just a basic Dark Angels lieutenant, no frills. Interesting. Um, just along for that uh, fancy rerolls of ones. Um, I thought maybe I might deploy them on the table, maybe spread out a little bit. So I thought maybe they might need a little bit of chaff. Uh, so I went ahead and did a uh, Dark Angels battery. Uh, with uh, a Primaris Lieutenant as the Warlord. Uh, a battalion? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, is that not the common term these days? No, uh, a you battery said, is you cheap. You said a battery. And, yeah, yeah, a battery is cheap and efficient. A Dark Angels Battalion <laughs> is a Dark Angels Battalion. <laughs> well, you don't know what ingredients I've thrown in here yet. This could be a, a delicious Imperial Is it soup. three units? Is it three units of uh, Imperial Guard and two company commanders? I figured it was some no. intercessors. Uh, no intercessors at all, actually. I am... I'm shocked. Well, I wanted to make a real good list. I didn't want to throw in the garbage that I win with. I wanted to throw in the garbage that actual people win with. So I've got a, uh, I've, I don't need a, so my, my thoughts were in the thousand points given the free reroll for not moving. I get one, uh, you know, basically it's the same thing as a master already for each unit, right? So I, I left that off. I okay. left the master off and I went with two more lieutenants. Uh, I went with a Primaris Lieutenant with a uh, Heavenfall Blade because I want to be thematic and stick with the Dark Angels. Sure. Uh, so I figured I could sp split uh, the Whirlwinds out and put a Lieutenant close by each one. Uh, and then to go with the chap, I've got a, uh, a unit of scouts with camo cloaks uh, and a sniper rifle, regular bolt guns on the other four members. I have two tactical squads, uh, five man with a heavy, uh, heavy bolter so they can sit close by to kind of screen for... Uh, against any sort of deep striking attack against the whirlwinds to protect them. Okay. Um, not not quite the best, but it was, you know, kind of what I was what I wanted to go with. Uh, and then I've got a a chapter ancient uh, which for the dark angels gives you that fancy any uh, dark angels uh, standard that dies any dark angels within 6 inches that die and they get back up, they operate on ballistic and weapon skill 2 instead of 3. Sure. So I also included a hellblaster squad. Oh. Uh, with the uh, plasma incinerators, the regular weapons. It's a five-man squad. So I figured one lieutenant uh, and the Hellblaster squad and the Primaris Ancient could be all booked up to give myself a nice little Hellblaster bomb. So uh, I stay nice and sexy. It allows me the opportunity to use the uh, the stratagem uh, weapons of the Dark Age to to increase my, my damage very nicely. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I feel pretty good about this list. I feel like this list could actually do well in a 1,000-point tournament. All right. Well, thank you, Dave. Your submission has been noted. You'll also notice there's very little salt, so it's pretty tasty. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I hate you guys so much. Thanks. 
You, you you're, really you're, you save you save me some time there. You're, you're, you're uh, welcome. Uh, <laughs> I was busy downloading some audience noises. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's the best. Ah, <laughs> uh, I can't beat the guy that has the soundboard. It's not fair. Uh, John. <laughs> were those booze for Dave? Yeah, oh, there you go. Uh, okay. Great. Okay. Uh, so mine. Uh, for my thoughts, was I have a single battalion? Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I just went single battalion. I went for ultramarines uh, because their chapter tactics are very good, I feel, especially combined with the whirlwinds. Now, whenever I... Shut up, audience. God damn. All right, perfect. Uh, so whenever kind of now I'm building a list, what I'll do first is I'll look at the stratagems available in the codex because, you know, I need a gimmick to build off. I'm a very gimmicky person. Okay. Uh, so what I did is there is a specific whirlwind stratagem in the Astartes Codex. There is. Data link telemetry. So data link telemetry is one command point. Uh, use it at the start of the shooting phase before a whirlwind shoots. If the target of the whirlwind shoot attacks are visible to a friendly lens beater that is within 12 inches of the target unit, uh, the whirlwind's attacks automatically hit. So right away, that's super good. That's really nice. Um, so my list, uh, we have three whirlwinds. Again, this is what you know we had to put in here, um, and I changed it up a little bit. So let me see. Uh, I have two vengeance launcher whirlwinds and one castle and one launcher. Whirlwind. Interesting. Okay. Um, on top of that, I have two land speeders, uh, both with heavy bolters and assault cannons. Okay. Cool. Um, I had like there. 40 points to spend, which is not enough for a troop's choice or literally anything, apparently, in the Marine Codex. <laughs> so I give them assault cannons. Uh, again, trying to make use of that stratagem, because if I can, like, auto-hit and I'm just rolling buckets of dice, that's super, super helpful. Yeah, I think that's really powerful. Um, I added an Inceptor Squad. Uh, so I have a three-man Inceptor Squad with the Assault Bolters. Again, just for some backfield advantage and being able to kind of drop down and distract away. Uh, like I said, I figure turn one, you know, you roll at least one of the land speeders up. Turn two, you can roll another one of the land speeders up. And then turn three, you're hopefully, or turn two, you're also distracting by dropping inceptors in the backfield, hopefully taking some of the heat off the land speeders. Uh, for my troops section, uh, I just took three scout squads, uh, two bolter scout squads, and one sniper scout squad. And again, just kind of push out, get some board control. Um, uh, for my HQs, I have just a bog standard lieutenant with a power sword and a bolt pistol. And then a tech marine, who is my warlord. He has a plasma pistol, chainsword, and his warlord ability is Storm of Fire. Oh, for the whirlwinds. For the whirlwinds. So Storm of Fire huh. for the whirlwinds yeah, is um, if you roll a six on your to wound, I believe, mm -hmm. then you get an extra minus one to your AP. Yeah. Uh, so what really I'm aiming for here is like in the backfield, I have a little castle. Uh, with three um, whirlwinds kind of triangling around, protecting the tech marine and the lieutenant. Uh, the tech marine lieutenant, uh, lieutenant's re-rolling to wound, hopefully into sixes. Uh, the whirlwinds are hopefully automatically hitting because of the uh, data link uh, telemetry. And uh, the scouts are kind of out there denying board control, getting objectives. And that's my thousand points. I'm a little worried it's a little light in anti-tank, but I think I'm throwing enough dice down and, and not having to roll for enough for to, to make up for it there. Sure. Hmm. All right. Well, so now I will hear arguments uh, from Dave. Uh, oh, wait, should we have to argue this? All right. Yeah, you guys have to discuss why you yeah, think you, your list is better than John's. You wrote this, so. Uh, why I think my... <laughs> exactly audience all right so i think my list is better than john's for the simple fact that uh 
John's John's is based on a gimmick, and that gimmick, uh, while it Ooh. might work for the Ooh. first round, um, once uh, once word gets out that the whole reason that you got these land spears, which are incredibly fragile, uh, get destroyed, you're pretty much just left sitting in the backfield with almost next to nothing, right? You got a couple scouts, yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> he has no rebuttal for that day, right? So just you, crickets. You know, um, land speeders are are. I can't what, make a stop. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> land speeders are what? Stra- uh, toughness uh, six. Toughness five. Toughness, toughness five. five. So they they pretty much go down to just bolter fire. They can. Yeah. Um, and in this day and age, you've got a lot of a lot of guys just running flashlights and their uh, their imperial guard batteries. So they're pretty pretty weak i thought about it myself putting those in there to use the data link telemetry uh but i didn't feel like it was actually worth it for it uh given that i went with the automatic re-rolls of sitting still ones mm-hmm. uh and including but you won't get that on the uh on the whirlwinds uh what because they won't they won't there you don't get to re-roll ones on the whirlwinds because they don't benefit from chapter tactics mm. nope well then i have vehicle. horribly screwed up then that's okay. It's it's okay. You know what? That's something that wait, wait, wait. Uh, um, like I initially thought the same thing. I'm like, oh yeah, man, Dark Angels are the best ones. And then I thought about it for a minute. I'm like, oh yeah, that's why they're not the best ones because you actually have to invest some points in them to make them reroll ones. Because <laughs> only infantry and dreadnoughts benefit from chapter tactics. Eagles do not. Which is why I chose Ultramarines and not uh, Iron Hands or something like that. Mm. Well, Iron Hands would be silly with the whirlwinds. It wouldn't really benefit you, but because okay. chapter tactics don't benefit vehicles. Well, I still feel my, feel like in a straight up list, my list versus John, I'm going to end up beating him. I feel like it's a stronger list, hmm. and uh, and that's what I think about that. Is it a five man unit of Hellblasters? I'm just yes. for clarification. Okay, yeah, five man Hellblaster unit. I don't know, John. What do you think? I don't know. I mean, I feel like the list that that I proposed it needs to be played well in order to work. Uh, more so than, than oh, kind so of you're Dave's, lose which is like an, yeah. a more of an autopilot kind of list. Um, my oh, list man. that I came up with, it needs a little bit more finesse and thinking uh, and better target priority. So if you, you know if you are, are good at the game, then I believe my list would be your list. But if you were not good at the game, then obviously I would lose. So you're pretty much just admitting you're going to lose then. Oh, only if you weren't good at playing my list, because my list <laughs> oh, is far superior. S- do we have to swap lists? Because then I'm going to win. Like I feel for for you, right? The whole thing with Eighth Edition is stratagems and taking advantage right. of combos and synergies within your army. Um, you have about as much synergy as a corporate retreat in the seventies, um, whereas I right now <laughs> oh, have layers upon layers of synergy. I can deep. I can keep one line speeder off the table, deep strike it down turn two, so I can guarantee at least two turns. Of data link te- uh, telemetry. Not necessarily. What's deep striking? Oh, I'm sorry. They can come in from land the speeder. sky, can't He's they? Land speeder. The land speeder. Um, I don't know if that's true. I mean, it is. And we don't have to look it up or, or verify. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's, uh, uh, no, sorry, John. You were incorrect. But oh. but even then, with the land speeder, okay, I can hide one and I can hide the other one. I'm going to sound clip that, Danny. Okay. Uh, and like I said, I don't have to fly both land speeders up the table. They are very fast. Land They're very fast. very fast. Uh, like I said, and, and the idea that I can have, I have two sets. So 46 shots automatically hitting. I'm re-rolling ones to wound. Is essentially, it's a super powerful. Yeah, is it a gimmick that's only going to last a couple turns? Sure. But how much damage are they doing in that couple turns? That's well, fair. So I think that we've heard some really great opinions from uh, both of our contestants. Also, today. Dave's. 
Um, so now, uh, <laughs> well, so now in the next segment, I'm going to reveal, uh, the list that I made, uh, for a thousand points and we're going to compare it, uh, to the two other lists. So interestingly enough, I combine elements of both of the lists that you guys have in mind. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so my list consists of an outrider battalion and a, uh, a spearhead. I'm sorry, an outrider detachment and a spearhead detachment. Okay. Um, so in my uh, Outrider detachment, it's read by... Oh, first of all, my army is entirely Dark Angels. Okay. Um, I have it led by a Ravenwing Talon Master. Mm. So the Ravenwing Talon Master is basically, is basically a lieutenant in a Landspeeder. So he's a character model, so you can't shoot at him unless he's the closest model to you. And he's a seven-wound, 16-inch moving... Uh, Landspeeder, and he has the Landspeeder keyword. And does is, okay. So is, does the Dark Angels have that, or do you have another detachment that's regular Marine to lift that stratagem out of the Marine book? No, oh, the, the Dark, Dark Angels, Angels also have, have that. Oh stratagem. man, even better. Okay, yeah. so yeah, yeah, you have a all, shitty all the... character to hide. <laughs> so, uh, so, oh, I, I don't just have one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he also has a twin assault cannon and twin heavy bolters, so he puts down a lot of fire, and he gives a reroll aura uh, of ones within six inches. Mm-hmm. And for Ravenwing units, he allows you to, to ignore covers, cover saves when they shoot. Um, so completing the uh, uh, the can, uh, Outrider. Go ahead. Sorry. Can you, can you make the Whirlwinds be Ravenwing? No. Okay. So I can't make them ignore cover. Okay. But it does matter for the Ravenwing Dark Shroud that I have in my list, which ah. gives. So I have another Landspeeder mm-hmm. um, that gives a oh, minus. That has the Landspeeder keyword. It also has the Landspeeder oh, keyword. That's disgusting. Yeah. And it gives a minus one to hit bubble within six inches. And then I have two Ravenwing Biker Squads with sergeants with uh, power axes. So two three man Ravenwing Biker Squads, which will kind of drive in front of my little bubble of doom. So then I have a Spearhead Detachment, which consists of three whirlwinds. Uh, just with the Vengeance launchers. Those are the cheaper ones, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah, there's a castle, and I have one. I put one in my list just for some anti-tank. Yeah, no, and I think um, the castle is great, too. I believe I actually I got the Vengeance. I think I went Vengeance on all of them. Yeah. Because you have to choose before the game starts. Do they cost the same points? No, no. no the castle one is, is more uh, expensive. Yeah, okay. like nine points more. Okay. Um, and then, so, leading that one, I have uh, 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 Samael in Sable Claw. And so Sableclaw is a land speeder. <laughs> and so he has twin assault cannons and twin heavy bolters. Mm-hmm. Now, I've given the Ravenwing Talonmaster a Heaven Ball Blade, so he's also good in close combat. So he has like five strength six attacks. And then uh, Semiel has uh, five strength Wait, eight attacks on the charge. Is he the jet bike guy? So you can take he, him on the jet bike, oh, or, or you can take speeder. him in a land speeder. Because <laughs> I'm like, wait, that jet bike's a land speeder? Yep. So the list is super fast. If I need to castle, I can castle, and then I can zip out 16 inches with all the rest of my stuff and give all my and give all of my uh, uh, my whirlwinds minus one to hit, reroll ones to wound, and reroll ones to hit. Because Samael gives full rerolls to hit for all Ravenwing units within six inches, or any Dark Angels unit can reroll ones to hit. So he kind of gives the best of both worlds to those units. Nice, very nice. Um, but yeah, so it can basically make like a super fast kind of tanky like bunker that I can have the characters in so then I can start raining down shots from the uh, from the whirlwinds um, or I can have it castle and yeah, uh, yeah. anyway so uh, so that's the list that I created well <clears throat> but it's interesting to me to see right that I have elements 
hmm. of uh, <clears throat> of both the lists that you guys have created, right? Like I have the Dark Angels, like the Lieutenant, like whoop, whoa, the Lieutenants, and then I have uh, I have uh, like working on the the stratagems, like John has as well. Huh. I, I yeah. I mean, I, I I thought about putting in the the land speeders. Um, but uh, in the end, settled for Hellblasters because it felt more thematic to sure that's for the fair. Dark Angels. That's, that, yeah, that's fair. For, that, for me, I was trying to do like thematically like a scouting force. Um, so that's why I kept to scouts, land speeders, generally things that were going to be like, I can see like a little base of whirlwinds being put down and uh, kind of like land speeders and scouts going out to kind of scout around the area to protect it and all that other kind of fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I went for kind of like a, a, a heavy pounding force like the the kind that uh, would be used to knock down walls and and kind of wreck it in sure like a siege and, force right yeah, kind of a siege force uh got the one unit of scouts uh in my head they kind of showed me like hey man we're gonna knock this over you know it's uh, yeah, like the spotters right yeah it's an it's a nice uh what uh, iron warriors uh fortification up ahead let's blow this thing open and let's see if there's any fallen inside <laughs> you know that was my that was my thematic fluffiness and uh i don't i don't feel like i added enough cheese to it though yeah. I mean, I don't think okay. any list had, like, a bunch of cheese, to be honest with you. I mean, like, all of us kind of, like, made use of stratagems. Uh, well, the, the the good list made use of stratagems. <laughs> so, so my hey, list hey made the argument phase is over. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm in the truth phase. <laughs> I, I, I guess really what it boils down to is, uh, since uh, we're judging on theme, effectiveness, uh, thought, and cheese, I, I feel like the only cheese I threw in there was the uh, Dark Angels bomb at the very, or the uh, plasma bomb at the very end, which is sure. Hellblasters. And they're good. they're really good at they what are, they do. They are. Mm-hmm. But so, yeah, I don't know. Well, I'm not the judge. Who you, who, who will be the plastic general? That is what uh, we'll find out. So between uh Dave and John's list, who came up with the better list? And so we're turning to you the listeners to determine which which of them had the better list. I mean, it's me. But I, I think if you're waiting for a listener to answer right now, we're not going to get <laughs> it. So I uh, I don't think it's John, um, although my voice cracked, which means I'm either going through puberty or uh, or I think it's mm-hmm. John. I mean, why so, not both? Yeah, I mean that was like 50 years ago, Dave. So yeah, yeah. Was can you puberty go through, a thing? Could you go through reverse puberty? I, I don't know. Maybe he hmm. might be doing that. Oh no. <laughs> but yeah, let us know which list you think is best. Again, this was like super fun for me because I don't make really marine lists and I don't look at that. So kind of like diving in. And really, like, I can't choose, like, this is the most effective unit for this slot, and this is the most effective unit for this. I kind of go, I have to fall back on how I build armies now of trying to find a gimmick and going with it. Sure. Um, and I do that kind of through the stratagem sections and kind of trying to see what's the most command points I can get uh, for, for a list that's going to be effective. Yeah. Now, looking back on it, I'd probably take this all cannons out, try and free 10 points up somewhere else and get another scout squad in there. Sure. Um, but at the same time, well, your dish has already been submitted. Don't be don't be changing it now. You at the same time that I feel it's a good kind of fluffy expedition force, um, where yours is kind of more of an assault force. Mine's is kind of like we've landed on a planet. Uh, the whirlwinds are a little spearhead, uh, kind of hanging out here. The scouts and the speeders are kind of out surveying the surrounding areas. Um, Danny's kind of master dish is kind of uh, 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 there's fallen here. Let's go find them. Let's pummel them out of the buildings and then capture them. Yes, quote unquote capture. capture. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. You couldn't see it, but me and Dave literally air quoted <laughs> at the same time while not looking at each other. Um, but yeah, let us know. Uh, you can either let us know on Twitter uh, with the hashtag DaveSucks. 
or, or, or if, if you, you or a hashtag best, John, John sucks. sucks. No, 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 no. So no, the no. hashtag if you disagree with if you uh, think Dave's list is awful, hashtag Dave sucks. And if you think my list is bad, hashtag Dave still sucks. And that's really simple. It's, um, it's, a, it's a real like easy way for me to <laughs> properly find out the vote. Ah, that's true. Now the the last thing I really want to know though, Danny, is which list do you think is best? Um, that's a good question. Other than yours, because you obviously think yours is best. <laughs> You're um, like mine. <laughs> <laughs> Other than yours, out of the two of us, neither one of us are known for making lists, especially me. In fact, I'm known for making really shitty lists. So. Uh, okay, so let me preface this a little bit. Oh, because I think I think that the, I think that both of you guys win in different scenarios. I think if the if the uh, list is designed to kill things, I think Dave's list is better than John's list. If the list is designed to take objectives, then I think John, John's list is better than yours. Because you have one scout squad to go out and get objectives, really. Like, everything else has to start in your deployment zone, and it's relatively slow, right? I mean, it's all slogging on foot. True. Whereas John has a couple of land speeders that he can go out and take an objective for a turn or something like that. And he also has three scout squads that he can put, uh, like, out on the table and that kind of thing. So I think that there's some strength there. Um, uh, I think that your list outkills his. I think that his list outscores yours. So it just depends on the kind of mission that you guys are playing. I mean, spot who plays ITC regularly between the other yeah. ones. I know, like myself, I mainly just play like ITC Scort. <laughs> it, it was an accidental <laughs> press. So, so uh, plays is in air quotes uh, here. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like I said, I, I play ITC more than anything else, and I think Dave, you you're more of a book mission kind I'm of a, yeah. guy. We're we're killing is more of an important thing. So it's, it's super interesting that that really does come into kind of how we build a list. Um, so yeah, uh, that's super, that's super intriguing. All right. So listeners, you've got our lists, uh, make them up, try them out and let us know which list you win more with. There you go. It's going to be mine. As long as it's mine. That's probably mine. <laughs> Dude, I'm the best. I took first place at another tournament. First off, stop with the thunder and lightning. You don't impress me. And second, let me check out the BCP rankings and I don't see you on there. What? Your TO needs to download the Best Coast Pairings app and run events on it. After the event, the results are uploaded into BCP rankings, and the best part, it's easy and free. But I play multiple game systems. No big deal. The BCP app can be used for any game. A ton of events every weekend are using it, from major international tournaments to local stores. And now that it's available on Android devices, you're going to have some serious competition. There can be only one. BCP Rankings is a fun and exciting way to measure how you or your team stack up. No matter what you play, your score goes to an overall ranking. Or compete to be the best in a game, a circuit, a region, or the world. Download the app or visit www.bestcoastpairings.com for more info. Best Coast Pairings. Are you the best? And we're back. And we're back. We are okay. I was uh, like, I was gonna, I was gonna run and grab a beer really fast, but I couldn't remember how much longer that ad was. Oh man, that's good. If you want to go grab two beers, I'll, I'll start talking for a little bit here. Three? Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Da- Daddy's sitting there confused. What? So, so what about me? <laughs> <laughs> so one of the reasons, kind of, we we ran the best coast pairing spot there. You know, I usually run it right at the start after we're talking about like our tournament play and things like that. Is the other thing where I kind of wanted to touch on today. Uh, was kind of like a really hot button issue this past couple weeks. Yeah, um, cheating. Yeah, isn't that funny? Oh like, man, it's it's so fun. Um, <laughs> not cheating. Well, 
Alleg- as, my, as my dog walks through the wires and gets rid of our background fuzz. <laughs> <laughs> oh, inside He's baseball. a tech genius. He's a tech genius. He turned it off and on again. Uh, but no, no, cheating has begun to be like uh, a big thing. Uh, we, uh, a lot of you will have read or heard online the kind of outrage that happened at the ATC team tournament yep. um, between Team Happy and, uh, and and kind of like the, the shenanigans on the go there. Uh, and things like that. What we want to talk to you today, uh, like I have no real interest in going over what happened in the past or what our opinion of I, what I, happened. I, I in the think past that is. that has been hashed over. Like it's been 20. done to death. There's been like 17 podcasts uh, about this. It's kind of like, like really shitty instant replay. Like you know how like soccer or, or football has like instant replays. Yeah, like Daka Daka right. and podcasts recently have been like an instant replay on IT, ATC. Um, what I really wanted to cover and kind of go over today is, oh man, that was clean. I want to sell that on the sound effects site. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want to talk about uh, don't be a dick. And of course, dick is not a swear word. It stands for <laughs> <laughs> a tech genius dog knocking over microphones now. See, this is why I like it when my wife's home when we record. <laughs> she goes away with the dogs. Um, but don't be a dick. Uh, dick, of course, being an acronym for a disruptive, ill-mannered, condescending, and crazy we do love K-Razzy. our K-Razzy. K-Razzy. Yeah. Um And so kind of like some practical tips if you're like playing in a tournament situation or in a game situation and you feel that maybe, you know, everything's not quite on the up and up. Um, so, Danny, why, why don't you kind of take it away and give us give us a tip? Yeah. Okay. Um, so oftentimes I will find that my opponent uh, doesn't know the rules quite as well as they think they do. Um, wherein they're interpreting a rule differently than the way that I have interpreted it. So with somebody that I don't know, um, I kind of like to take an approach that my friend uh, Ben has perfected uh, when talking with, uh, uh, with, with people. So he prefaces it as instead of like they're wrong, like you're wrong, not saying like you're wrong, the rule, the rule that you're using doesn't work that way. He says, okay, well, um, you know, we don't play that rule that way where, I, where I'm from. Um, like, can you show me in the book, like where, uh, like, like how that works? Because I don't want to be playing it wrong. Well, that's very tactful, actually. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's like sneaky, polite, right? And, and, you, and so, you seem really, really nice. And at the same token, you totally get to be like, booyah. Sure, sure. But like, at least then you get to see, like, you have them look at it, and like, it's not like an accusation that they're an idiot or cheating or trying to do something, on, you know, on purpose or something similar. Well, that's a so. It's a, you know, that's a great call there. Um, so what about you, Dave? What do you? Well, so not knowing your actual rules is, is something that clearly can happen to anybody, um, as is evidenced by the fact that, you know, I forgot that Dark Angels uh, whirlwinds didn't get to roll ones in our last segment. Sure. So, you know, it's something that can happen right there. So, dude, I mean, I'm I'd like. I, I, I read every single book all the time, and I had the exact same thought as you, like right off the bat. So I wouldn't, I mean, that's not you, it's just... Oh, no, and, and, and I know, I should have known they don't benefit from chapter tactics, because I know that Repulsors, the uh, hands-down best tank in the game, don't benefit from Iron Hand's chapter tactics. So, so are we talking about Wave Serpents? <laughs> no, no, good good tanks, good tanks. I mean, tanks that could, <laughs> tanks that could potentially win a, a tournament, you know. Oh, so Wave Serpents. <laughs> possibly um uh so yeah uh, so that's what you do when your opponent's cheating that's it that's solid advice uh because that way you don't come across as an arrogant douche um 
not a dick, right? Yeah, yeah. not a dick. So, and and here's the thing to do is always assume positive intent. Um, the the someone isn't trying unless to cheat. you're playing me because I will try to cheat you every but, time. But I mean, <laughs> I, I honestly don't think 99 percent of people are not trying to cheat. They're not trying to game the system. Um, they're not trying to kind of do all of this crazy weird stuff. Um, and I do similar things to Danny now, where if someone's like, "Okay, I'm gonna use this stratagem," it does this. I'm like, oh man, that seems super good. Do you mind if I see your book real quick? You're at no point in that sentence accusing them of cheating. You're not coming across as sore loser. You just want to inform yourself over what it does. Exactly. And at no point has anyone ever been super irritated when I've asked to see their rules. Um, and like I said, this just if and I don't do this for like everything they say, like obviously, but if something sounds too good to be true, or if you've played against an army before and it was like a little different or played differently, just ask to see the book. That's that's one of the reasons we have to take books with us to games. Sure. Um yeah. Also, uh, this game is incredibly complex. Like, it's ridiculously complex. It is. It, um, yeah, it can be. Even in, like, a streamlined version, mistakes are going to be made. Um, there's going to be a lot of us. Like, uh, I think we were joking before, like, the three of us who have, like, 70 years of, of hobby experience between the three of us. Right. 55 yeah. of them from Dave. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> we have addition fatigue. Like, right. hardcore. Like, there's still some stuff I'm like, oh, yeah, it's this. And they go, no, man, that's second edition. And you're like, oh. Oh, shit. I, God, it's been like 10 years I, since I played that. Why is that sticking with why? me? No, this is where I roll on my pulsar rocket table to see uh, if, if stuff appears and, you know, if no. I shoot grass. No pulsar rockets. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, it's easy to make mistakes, especially now, especially if you're trying something new, you know, uh, something you're not completely familiar with. You, you read about and you're thinking, oh, this sounds pretty good. I'll give it a try. Like a thousand point Dark Angel whirlwind list sounds really good. You should, you should try it and enjoy it but so you you know just ask for their book and, and do it politely don't be like yeah i don't think that's the right douche give me your book you yeah know, you just and that, you, that happened when i was playing when i first started my, my eldar list like i had rangers and i was using the ranger stratagem to make them like sixes to hit in like every phase and like my opponent just went hey man can i see a stratagem real quick that doesn't sound right you know and like at no point is he saying hey dick you're trying to gain an advantage by doing this sure it's just a straight up uh, confirmation. So I think like not being aggressive or confrontational about disputes you might have um, is kind of like the number one key here. I mean, be the player you want to play against. Oh, one, yeah, and and that segues really well into kind of our and kind of the next thing we want to talk about is um, you want to make sure that your opponent views you on the up and up all the time, right? So be super open and communicative about what you're doing and what the intent of what you're doing. So you're basically you're double checking with your opponent, is it okay for me to do this, right? Yeah. So that way uh, they know what your intention is. So even if you're like, you know, uh, like half an inch off or something like that, like when when you actually like measure, even though you pre-measured and that kind of stuff, because mm -hmm. things happen, things get bumped, like you mismeasure a little bit. Um, and you like a lot of people will just let you like move your model back or something like that. Like if he's out of range for an aura or something similar um, that he would benefit from. But as long as you measure, you like tell them your intent. And he's like, okay, I'm moving my squad here and I want to make sure that they're within six inches of Azerman's uh, four plus, you know, four plus invulnerable save aura, right? In the case of like John's army. And so I want to make sure that all of my squads are within six inches. I'm measuring six inches. Here you go. That way your opponent can't go like later, like, Hey man, you're like a quarter inch out of this six inch aura. Like you'd be like, okay, well, if it looked out to you, like why didn't you tell me that when I said exactly what I was doing? Right. So, 
it helps to avoid situations like that where you describe what you're intending to do so that your opponent can like make the value judgment like okay well if that's your intent like you need to move these guys back a little mm-hmm. bit because they look like they might be out and in that way again you're being super clear and you're not trying to play gotcha right because the, the worst thing you can do as a player or an opponent in 40k is ah i got you you fucked up you did this and kind of leaves you on the up and up. Now, I'm not telling you to tell your opponent, hey, you can't do that because I'm going to do this or, you know, things like that. Um, but really shitty gotchas. Like, ah, in my Azerman example, it's like you moved your Dire Avenger squad an eighth of an inch out of aura range. Ha ha. Gotcha now. Gotcha now, yeah. And yeah. you're like, honestly, if it's that close, you know the intent there. Right. Um, and again, being that upfront and honest is going to kind of stop things like that. Um, another etiquette thing I want to point out is dice rolling. Uh, something that gets me really not angry, but could be done better <clears throat> is if my opponent picks up a handful of dice rolls, picks up some dice rolls, picks up some dice rolls. It's like uh, six wounds. And that's the only words that are said. Oh yeah. Fair enough. Right. So, so like for me, when I do it, I'm like, okay, I'm firing with 10 shuriken catapults. That's 20 shots total. I am hitting on threes. Then I roll the dice. And I'm like, and I'm re-rolling for Doom. So I have 16 hits. Now I need this to wound. I mean, almost to like a learning game, almost concept. But again, it goes back to what you're saying, Danny, about keeping that dialogue and communication right, open just, and flowing. Yeah, exactly. Make sure everybody knows what everybody else is doing. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, so like I said, making it clear what you're rolling for and why you're re-rolling. Kind of just explaining everything out there. You know, and saying the strength of your weapons versus their toughness. So I'm like confirming, hey, I'm wounding on threes. Yeah. yeah. So if there's any kind of like, no, actually you're minus one to wound, or no, you're actually minus one to hit. So that way, you're you're not like rolling dice and having to like re-roll a bunch of stuff because you've you've rolled the wrong the wrong number. So, uh, Dave, you have something. Um. Sorry, I thought you you uh, had something based on oh, your I, posture. I there. did, I did, but uh, you you passed and it it flew out my window. So uh, I'm old; stuff goes away. That's what it is. Uh, so if you're playing old people, you know, expect that to happen. It's going to make a Viagra, good advice. It's yeah. going to make a Viagra joke there. Yeah. Your old stuff goes away. <laughs> um, so what do you do if you think your opponent's cheating? Like you're playing a game, and you're just like, this Ooh, I know this one. Right. I know this one. Yeah, you call a judge over. You tell. Um, the, the other player that they're a cheating douchebag and then you throw your dice at them well i appreciate that answer dave but so I, I mean think... that's a really good what not to do oh <laughs> sorry that's uh but sorry. danny what's what's the actual thing like if you think your opponent's cheating um well first you need to confirm like you need to talk with your opponent for a minute so um like for instance if your opponent is using like a piece of war gear that's not on their army list um, like say, hey, I noticed that you've been using such and such piece of war gear, right? Um, I don't see it here on your army list because, okay, first of all, everybody should show you an army list when they start. Um, you should know what kind of weapons are in each squad, all that kind of stuff. All that stuff should be very clearly demarcated. Right. Um, so if it's not, then that might be an issue and ask to see your opponent's list if you feel like something's not right. And you should be able to look at your opponent's list at any time during the game. Like that's not hidden information. It's not secret. Like, you should be able to talk about that. Um, if you notice that, like, something is happening that you don't think is on the up and up, ask to see the special rule, ask to see the army list. Like, give your opponent the benefit of the doubt. Like, maybe they've just made a mistake, right? That happens to everybody. If it's something that totally changes the game, like, um, they've been using, like, an extra las cannon in their squad or I mean, something, something that's, like, big, right? Then that might be a situation where you'd want to call a judge over and ask, like, 
or or actually you know what discuss it with your opponent ask them what they want to do about it because like you know and 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 press upon them your case like say okay well this has really affected the game right like uh i don't really think it's fair for you to have used this these extra points like um what what's the solution that we can come to here so uh and involve a judge if, if it if it deteriorates I had a scenario very similar to this at a couple, at uh, one of our Ultramar Cups that we were doing, the, mm-hmm. the 1500. Um, so for me, I, I love the Repulsor, and you know that's just me because I think it looks sexy, and I know it's not great, but well, it, 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 has, great. it has it has it has a, a, a an extra mounted um, heavy stubber option for six points. Okay. And normally I run completely identical Repulsors, but in this particular scenario. I took one of the spawn, one of the extra guns off. So to save I needed, some points. It, it, well, I was six points over. Sure. But on my fifteen hundred, and I realized it halfway through one of my games, and and I told him, "Hey, man, I apologize. I've been rolling for this these three dice this whole time. You know, I apologize. Uh, probably get like half. You know, get like two, two or three guys back if we, if you want." And he said, "No, man, it's it's fine. Just you know." don't fire with either of them for the rest of the game and i went okay that's a fair that's yeah a fair that's exchange. a fair solution and, yeah. and that was a mistake on my part you know i knew it when i made the list the week before but in my head i went i always run fully kitted out repulsors so they they exist um and that that was the compromise we came to would completely fair you know if something like that happens like your opponent does what dave did it is also though important to ask the judge it, like let the judge know that that happened and make sure that it doesn't happen in future games. Yeah, and, and it didn't. I just sure right. I just and, didn't. and like in yeah. your case, it didn't. But it's but it's it's an important thing to make sure that that opponent isn't accidentally doing that in other games, right? Right. Like, and I know that you're on the up and up, and I'm not saying that you would have done that. But I mean, I'm old. I probably would have forgotten again that it was not right <laughs> by the next game. Five minutes later, except I just crossed it out of both of them, so I didn't fire it at all. But but yeah, I mean, it's a heavy stubber. It's not that. It's it's not an end all. No, game. no. So, but it, it was one of those things. I felt bad because I was like, oh man, I've been three turns have happened so far of my shooting, and I've been shooting this. So, and like I said, I maybe killed a guy or two, but, um, but yeah, no. I, and people make mistakes. It's they're not always trying to screw you up, especially if sure. they're used to running something completely different. Um, now there are occasionally people that will do that, but right. you know, as long as you maintain a cool head. Uh, in, in dealing with them, then you can ease situations. And no judge wants to come over to a table where two people are screaming at each other about cheating. They, they, they don't. There's there's no good outcome for them in that scenario. So, you know. Oh, man. So uh, a tournament that I've TO'd at, that happened. We got called over to the table. They were just really yelling and arguing with each other. And we're like, it's a draw. And they're yeah, like, what? Done. I'm like, you guys tied. It's done. It's like, you got to remember, this is little plastic space, man. I'm like, this is how I'm ruling it. This is a toxic environment. Your game is over. This is a draw. Other TOs might rule it differently, but again, it's just about cutting that shit out right away. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, so so help the TOs out if you're having a problem. You know, ma- maintain a cool head while you're trying to resolve the situation. That's the that's the best advice I've got. You know, and, yeah. And and I've never really been in a big scenario situation where you know five thousand dollars is on the line like at LVO, like other people have. I I might take it you know way more serious but i i I still want to i still try to remember that no matter what i'm doing i'm still playing with a little plastic spaceman which is a hell of a lot better than being stuck at work sure yeah that's true um danny both you and i have run events before um i think the most important thing i can do is be proactive not reactive 
to to uh, issues. Um, a judge or a TO, a tournament play, can do nothing after the game is done. Right, right. Well, well, there's there's a few things they can do, but essentially, you need to things need to be uh, said and come up during the game. Um, there's no good coming up and like bitching about stuff afterwards. Sure, because stuff can't get fixed then. Uh, like, or you know, if you do fix stuff, it's like a nuclear option after the game. Um, right, but it's really important to to kind of have that open dialogue. And if you're kind of like playing like we're suggesting here about constantly communicating with your opponent, letting you know what to do, um, I, I, at no point should you have to like be salty after the game because this thing happened. But again, do it during the time, uh, not like the round after or the, the end of the day. Yeah, it needs to be done immediately if it's if if there's going to be an actual complaint. If you're if like if something has like gone through the game as being like an incredibly like and you find you don't find out until like the end of the game or after the game because once you're in the game you're you know you're concentrating on that. You're looking at your playing, you're looking at your strategy, you're trying to like make decisions that are important. You don't necessarily have time to like check your opponent's list. So sometimes like you can check your opponent's list and realize, oh, sh- oh shoot, this guy's list is like, you know, 100 points over or something like that. Then that's something you can bring to the judge afterwards and be like, well, hey, you know, this guy's list was over points. Like, something needs to be done about this. Oh, yeah, sure. Sure, I guess so, like, in that situation, you're, you're, you're right on the money. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, uh, one other thing I'd just like to point out, too. Sure. If there is a player in your community who is like consist like you can like the community consistently have pro- problems with it's important that you let the ju- it's yeah dave you um so it's important that you let the That's judges know <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting right here Danny. it's important that you that you out that kind of behavior in the community when somebody is not playing on the up and up it is important to make sure that that stuff is addressed and that that person like knows that they're like on watch like because like that's the kind of stuff that needs to be like you know shape up or ship out kind of kind of attitude because we've had a couple of players like that up, up here in our community and anytime that's happened it's been brought to um like our community leaders attention and conversations are had with that person because here's the thing one bad egg can like destroy a community absolutely yep because if you have one person you know is just awful to play against and you don't want to you're not going to go to a tournament you're not going to go to open play at a store just right. in case you're drawn up against that person. That's true. That's um, very true. So kind of, again, having that open, honest communication uh, is really good. And I think we've done a good job of that in Alaska. I think so. Uh, we have, like I said, regularly 19, 20 people tournament, uh, uh, tournaments on a monthly basis. Yep. Um, uh, some of the best players in the in the world, I think, actually, are up in Alaska. Yeah. I'm uh, sitting right here. Or at so. least the West Coast, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Oh, yeah. Um, so like I said, it's, it's, it's really important to foster that healthy community and giving people feedback like that isn't bad. Like if they might not realize what they're doing or they might not see a problem with what they're doing, but if you can kind of have a calm discussion or have someone have that discussion with them about things they can do to, to be a fun opponent. Some people just don't realize that 40 K is a two player game. Uh, yeah, a hundred percent. And you know, sometimes they need to be reminded of that because if no one's playing you, then 40k is a really shitty game of chess to play by yourself. That's true. Yep it's it's not like masturbation. No, no, it's more fun with two. <laughs> masturbation that is. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, it is, but I might like... be doing it wrong. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's been uh, that's yeah. been. Don't be a dick. Yeah, don't be a dick. 
Earl Hagen was a legend. In 1960, he whistled his way into Hollywood and into our hearts. Decades later, he made a comeback, lending those lustrous lips in the 1980s to such bands as the Scorpions, Guns N' Roses, and Pat Benatar. A half century after his humble beginnings, he's at it again. This time without cumbersome musical accompaniment, he'll have you wetting your whistle and whistling along. His new album, Earl Whistles Disney, is sure to be a hit with all generations. Order now and receive a bonus album, Earl Whistles More Shit, a collection of previously unreleased material of Earl's favorite songs through the years. On this bonus album, he demonstrates his newly mastered technique of inward whistling. Order yours today on compact disc or double-length cassette. Also available at fine retailers such as Walgreens, CVS, and participating Sam Goody stores. Earl Whistles Disney. Buy it today. Oh, man, see? I have an audience soundboard now. We're all in trouble. Welcome back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So do you think that he's going to have Star Wars on his next album? (laughs) Since he's allowed to whistle Disney? Um, Maybe. We might have to do like a, a, a... fart sound album or a kazoo album or like Danny plays greatest hits of modern cinema on kazoo so on like the nose, Indiana Jones on nose flute on the Indiana Jones nice. theme <laughs> Star Wars theme oh man that'd be actually pretty good yeah that's a listen, good idea I would listen to that uh, hey so let's talk some kill team we've not done that recently at all <laughs> no not even so what a is, little bit. what is kill team John well kill team is a brand new skirmish game that I've spent roughly 12 hours editing and talking <laughs> about um, in the past week alone um, no uh, kill team I don't, I don't know what you're talking about anybody that watches the video will only see me and Danny and then occasionally you for I, no reason whatsoever. I, I like, I like, yeah. I, did I you just, did you guys like my reply when someone responded yeah. with "Stay out of the shot"? And I'm like, it's fucking director's cameo. <laughs> <laughs> I do what I want. I just saw you messing around with stuff in the background. It made me laugh. Like I was. Well, what was super? So like, I wanted to start like the, the actual battle report video with like the shot of like Dave and Danny kind of sitting down talking about it, but I couldn't because they stopped too fucking early, and I'm still in the background dicking about with the lens and the camera angle for the table itself. So that is why inside baseball the first. 30 seconds of the battle report is a tabletop focus. Eh. So my stupid face is in the background too much. It's true. You aren't you aren't good for camera. But uh, what are we working on for kill teams? Because I know we've done like battle reports with out-of-the-box stuff, but out-of-the-box stuff is dull. Everyone's on out-of-the-box stuff. It's like 70 points of gene stealers worth of 300 points of death guns. All right, so um, I, I, have, I have watched a few battle reports at this point in time. Nobody but us. Made them look exactly the same and matched them up to the cards as near as I, I can tell. We tried, man. Like, I, yeah. I mean, it was it was near impossible because they used like five different Gene Steeler cult uh, torsos three times in a row. And, uh, and when they like, sent uh, us the review copy, they expected us to buy two more boxes of cultists. That was part of the cost of the uh, <laughs> of the kit of sending us the kit. It's a good thing that's that, how they recoup costs. Yeah, it's a good thing I didn't because man, I would have had a ton more heavy stubbers because that thing that thing does work. So. Uh, Danny, uh, what would you make if you hadn't had to have made this Katari to start with? So I would have made a Dark Eldar kill team. Mm. First, no. first of all, to spite all of the people that are complaining about Dark Eldar on the internet, 
and them only having two options in there. Well, Dark Elder and 40k now are super strong. So right. the very salty complaining Dark Elder community <laughs> who had 5th and 6th and 7th <laughs> were like, yeah, army shit. And now 8th's around and it's not. They have to have something to complain something about. Something to complain about, right? Here sure. comes Kill Team. Fair enough. Um, so I'll be working. I've, I've, uh, uh, I have about... Uh, I have like ten witches that I have painted up in my new color scheme, which is the cult of the uh, of the ossified blade. Mm -hmm. um, and then I have uh, I have the uh, I have some models that I'm working on uh, from the Cabal of the Splintered Skull. Um, so I'll be working on some models for that for a kill team. I think that's going to be like I'll be mixing them together because so they, they're kind of allied. What's the actual breakdown for it? I mean, what, oh, what for my doing? list. Yeah, what are you doing? Uh, I think. I, so I have kind of it rough pointed out. I'm sorry, I don't have an exact no, list. I mean, you don't need to put any points out. I mean, nothing's really out till tomorrow. Sure, yeah. like uh, <laughs> I think I think it's five and five. I have my leader as a, as a cavalite warrior um, because he kind of is going to stay in the back and hang out and not not poke his head out too much. Um, and then I've got uh, uh, like a witch cult, uh, like five witch cult members that are going to like storm the other side of the table super fast and beat people up in close combat. Nice. That's my plan anyway. We'll see if it. We'll see. It's a it's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays <laughs> off. <laughs> this is like the rest of development narrator, where it's like it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've got a uh, I've got a Cabalite warrior with a splinter cannon, Cabalite warrior with a blaster, um, uh, and a Cabalite warrior with a shredder, and then I've got some witches, and I've got a couple of witch cult weapons. So are those uh, those like multi wound po possible weapons or just multi shot weapons kind so of like you the, can skip the shots around yeah or? sure no no problem uh so the splinter cannon is uh rapid fire three with a 36 inch range so it can fire wow yeah so it fires six shots uh and they're ballistic they're all ballistic skill three um of course they are yeah of course yeah, yeah. why wouldn't they be um so yeah so i've got that i've got that guy um and then i have uh uh, I made him a demolition specialist. I so believe a demo I demo is against obscured. Get the plus one plus to, one to, uh, wound. to wound because splinter all splinter weapons are poison four plus. So plus one to wound Neat. means he always wounds on threes, which is pretty cool. That's uh... and then I can also pop the stratagem so he wounds on twos. Didn't we have something we used to say with that? <laughs> Wasn't it like uh, I was? That's some neat synergy. <laughs> yeah. very, the synergy really is synergistic. So mm, much synergy. synergy. Mm. Mm. Anyway, it seems like a very good list. Yeah, I mean the, the the witches are like garbage until they get there, right? They're only a six plus save, um, so all my stuff is really fragile. So if you actually shoot them, they will die. Well, you've seen me shooting before, so true. And my guys died. I mean, to be fair, that's true. Spoilers. Oh. <laughs> so sorry. Ah, uh, it's all good. It's been so, a week at this point. Yeah. I think I've you know. Uh, Dave, um, what you working on? All right, so so. I looked at. Uh, I really thought about Thousand Suns because the idea of Zangors and uh, and Space Marines just sound cool to me. Yeah, um, they got it, so they got some nice synergy. But but in the end, I kind of settled on just generic uh, Black Legion cool. Space Marines, uh, just because the the cultists. I like the ability to uh, to give the two of the cultists could take heavy stubbers, um, right. which are a, a heavy three weapon. Mm -hmm. um, you don't have to give them anything, but they make really nice just kind of backline troops because they're long range, and uh, and. You know, cultists only hit on a four, but it's still multi dice. And if somebody manages to, you know, get in close to you, you can, you've got a group there. Uh, I I took a uh, cultist champion as kind of just this little squad of three to kind of hold objectives on my back line sure. and do whatever they need to do. Basically, they're they're my intercessors, if you will, only with better guns. 
Um, and oh, then, they're terrible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and then I've got six uh, six regular Space Marines. I've got one aspiring champion and two gunners, uh, and three regular guys. And two of the regular guys have got uh, uh, just regular bolt guns, uh, which are strength four. So mm-hmm. the, the, the strength four weapons feel pretty solid in kill team. Um, to me at least, because most sure. most things are not toughness 4 or toughness 5 if you're Nurgle. So I uh, feel like you got a good chance. They're rapid fire, so you got a good chance to yeah. put out some good shots. I think the regular Bolter is great in Kill Team. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, it's, it just seems really solid, so I didn't want to replace too many of those with different weapons. Uh, I took an Icon of Vengeance um, on one guy, and I kind of am going to leave him with the Cultists to, to give him that leadership. What does the Icon of Vengeance do, Dave? Uh, the Icon of Vengeance in for regular non-aligned chaos is plus one leadership value. Oh, cool. That's awesome. So that felt really, really vi- really strong. Is there a range on that or just for the it's, whole uh, warband? It's six, I believe it's it's either six to six or 12 inches. Uh, I don't have the It's a really great way of protecting like your big guns and stuff, though. Yeah, and keep them from, uh, what is that, failing nerve checks? Yeah, mm-hmm. failing yeah. nerve checks and, and going and getting shaken, which basically... Oh, man, that's the worst. Don't uh, get shaken, guys. Yeah. Uh, so okay. yeah. So I've got my uh, my aspiring champion. I gave him a plasma pistol just so that he can just kind of nuke some stuff. And he's got a, a bolt gun. Um, he's got leader, so obviously, so you know, everybody, you give your leader leader. You don't have to give your leader leader, by the way. I've noticed. It's not why. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why. You, I don't know why you wouldn't. There could be a reason, but same reason I make my bastion my warlord. It's possible because you can. Well, you can't anymore, but um, but you could. You could for a brief moment in time. And and so I've, I've given the uh, the two gunners the plasma gun. Uh, one of them's got a plasma gun, and the other's got a heavy bolter. Because heavy bolters are strength five, which you know higher strength, better off. Uh, I gave him the yeah. demo, so if you're obscured, oh, yeah, I get plus one to wound, wound yeah, which is right. awesome. Uh, and I gave the plasma gun uh, the heavy, actually, so that uh, no mo- no negative to moving and firing. So the the plasma gun guy can be on the move, no problem. So you don't suffer from the. the Shoot, that's stupid. I should take heavy off that. I see you looking at me, and I know exactly why. <laughs> heavy makes perfect sense. This uh, is why John wins the army uh, building challenge. Uh, <laughs> um, so I gave him uh, not heavy and not demo. I haven't decided yet. I'll figure it out. He could uh, be a veteran. Post. Yeah, uh, probably veteran, something along those lines. And then I've got one guy that's uh, that I gave zealot to, uh, and I took got, took out the bolt gun and gave him a chainsword just so that because every squad needs a lunatic that runs forward slicing Heck and yeah. dicing at people so and man zealots are good at that yeah right? they really are um so yeah that's that's what i'm working on and I, I really like i like the way this looks i got a line on some uh some heavy stubbers to convert up some uh guardsmen uh so i just need to pick up a box of uh regular csm nice nice so what about you john what are you thinking 20 gaunts <laughs> <laughs> why why Oh, I don't know. There, there's something. Okay, so like Hormagons and Kill Team are like four points a model. Right. So like if I take 20, that's 80, and I get two bonus command points for shenanigans. But at the same time, we get shot to shit. So in, in realism, I'm looking at Tyranids. I get my Tyranids back out again. First time since like seventh. Um, I'm looking at probably 10 Hormagons, a Lictor, and then a Tyranid Warrior with a Barb Strangler. Uh, the Tyranid Warrior lets me pretty much ignore breaks uh, and, and leadership. Uh, for the little guys, and I'm hoping kind of like a big blob of shit going up the left-hand side or wherever of the table is going to help ignore the Lictor uh, moving up the right. Because uh, in combat, he's still super deadly. He still has his 40k stat line. I know. Uh, so yeah, he's God, strength six. He has like he can shoot at strength six. He's weapon skill two plus. He's weapon skill two plus. So like I said, honestly, I have ten Hormigants. 
as a distraction for for my lictor uh, going up table. The lictor is minus one further to hit when he's oh in cover. Oh god! Ugh. So for most people, he's going to be minus two to hit, um, and he moves really fast as well. I'm going to blaster that guy. That's my plan. I I, I like the idea of your list and, and twenty guns. It, it just yeah. <laughs> Uh, any combination of those, though, I mean, seriously, uh, what it reminds me of is kind of like that uh, that scenario where you've got just the, the last squad of guardsmen holding out against the yeah. tyranny. You know, like every you know. My other list I'm working on is just burners. Oh, for uh, for oh, orcs, for orcs. orcs, yeah, just burners. Nice. I, I like. I, I want my kill team to be describable in one word or less. <laughs> What's your kill team? Uh, Hormigons. Yeah. What's your kill? No burners. Burners. So can can Hormigons in in kill team take? Uh, uh, what is it? Flesh bores? That's what they used to have, right? That's termagants, sir. Termagants? Oh, racist. I and they and they yes, they can. End of hours. Yes. So, so can they take stringle webs and uh, little yeah, but they're super things? expensive. Oh, that's um, too bad. But uh, like the little termagants, the little shooty guys. But honestly, the hormigants are so fast. I think they're like basic movement nine. Um, ah, that is fast. It's eight. But yeah, eight. That's, that's but, still but but still, yeah, it's still super fast. Super fast. Um, they have like two attacks each base. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, they're they're getting across the table. They're doing stuff. And like I said, if I have a swarm of ten of them, like almost moving up as a squad, that's a scary blob to deal with. And I'm all about distractions. So like they're not going to do much. Like even though I'm running a ton, rolling a ton of dice in combat, the lictor. That's that's what you got to watch for. That that's kind of what I'm really excited about is kind of getting a lictor on the table. And reading through the rules, it's the the nid list is like the most thematic to me. Like to me, that is a kill team. Sure. That is a Tyranid kill team that kind of infiltrates in. You have one little hive node controlling everything, which is your Tyranid warrior. And then you have like your lictor and your, your baby lictors and your hormigans kind of coming in and stabbing things. So did you see the Gene Stealer kill team that's coming out in the next week? You no. Mean, you mean all Gene Stealers? Yeah, yeah. it's all Gene Stealers. Yeah. So they're going to have like a specific box for Gene Stealers with extra cards. Nice. Yeah. So, oh, and I, like, okay, just so everybody knows, I don't know if we talked about this. The cards that come with the starter set, there are way more stratagems for each like faction in there, or mm-hmm. like each kill team, than normally are listed in the entry. So, so get yourself that box set. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that these new ones come with extra cards. So I I'm, I don't know for sure what what cards are in there because we actually have a bundle of cards that we haven't opened yet because they 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 are the um, the command traits uh, the stratagem cards for the other factions it's the only thing we haven't opened because we we weren't using them sure that makes sense so it's possible they're all in there already uh, so that this is just another way to you know but I got like 12 cards for my Skitari yeah I I did too so uh, yeah maybe I don't know um, but yeah, no, the Gene Stealer box, uh, I'm, I'm loving the stuff that they're coming out with already. Uh, I really kind of want to get my hands on the, the new, um, the Minotaurum set that, with oh. all the crates. I want those statues. The new Kill Zone. Oh, yeah, no, the oh, Kill Zone. Oh, uh, the, the Kill Zone with the, uh, the Shadow Wars Armageddon terrain and kind of like the desert covered paneling on the ground. No, no, there's like a new one that's coming out. Oh, no, out. That's, that's the one with the crane and the containers, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So they're, they, they previewed some of the rules for it and one of them is, you know, you know, you roll to see what the uh, excuse me the 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 rules are for the board, um, which is something we didn't do in our game. But because no, we, yeah, you know, not yet. We're, we, we're, we're still not just, quite there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like one of the things was uh, uh, any anybody that's close to a crate, uh, 
you roll for a crate every you know every turn and, and mm. well, you, yeah you roll for the crate <laughs> at one of the objectives or not objectives but uh strata strata no no just one of the generic things is that if you're close to a uh, if you roll this on the this is what's up with the board oh um, when you're close I, to the edge yeah like the crates can fall on you yeah you can get you can take d3 That's mortal so wounds <laughs> dumb and amazing <laughs> the uh the crane if the cranes, if you have the crane on the board and you are within one inch and you're going first and somebody else is within one inch, you can hit them with the crane. Yeah, you can like attack like Robocop. Strength eight attack. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just smack them with it. There's, there's the so original, many, not the terrible remake. So many we know. I want to see your liquor use it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he flash hooks the controls. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, they're they're doing some awesome stuff. I mean. It, my first thought was the the army list the luda uh that they're putting out with the the reavers and the ludas were just kind of is it really worth it but then i started doing the math on how much stuff oh, is in man, each one of those they box are sets. So yeah. worth it. it's it's like nope i was wrong they're completely worth it they're really like start collecting terrain sets it's right a, it's yeah 50 50 you know like and the box set comes with little special rules for stuff like the crates uh in the gene stealer gets you get a special card uh, in the Gene Sailor box that says, if you're within uh, an inch of a crate and shooting, you get to add plus one to your uh, uh, shooting attacks. Uh, you get an extra, yeah, extra shot, shot because of the ammunition. I was like, what? Yeah, so I'm thinking with my splinter so, cannon. So with 20 gaunts, I don't care about that. Yeah. <laughs> Which <laughs> one gives me an extra claw to stab with? I get to shoot eight times with my splinter cannon within 18 inches. I Ugh. like that. Disgusting. <laughs> so gross. So gross. Um, yeah, no, I... I look forward to doing more kill team stuff. Not necessarily against Danny because I'm I'm not tired of playing well, kill team. Well, it's going to be a while. Listening. You're going to be playing so. against Danny for a while. At least the next, <laughs> at least the next two weeks until people about? catch up with the rules. You got you got Gaunts ready. I can't wait to face your Lichter Gaunt team. Let's do it. Book, yeah. That's okay. I will help you. And if you think the rules are wrong, you can this feel free to call friend. a TO over named Danny to ask if I'm cheating or not. And he'll say yes. And the answer will be yes. I'll be cheating. <laughs> Almost unanimous. <laughs> but, yeah, I, but I did it politely, and really, that's the important thing. And I thing. felt good about that's it. That's not when the we way we it. play it where I'm from. Can I see your rule book? No, you can't. Because this was a preview copy, and I have the only copy of the rule book. So there. Of course. Can't show right. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to. So. Oh, man. Okay. So let's uh, moving on real quick. Uh, oh, let us know your kill teams. Uh, yeah. Kill team releases yeah. tomorrow or 10 years in the past or whenever it is you're listening to this. Yeah. Uh, right. It releases on the 28th of this month or of July. Uh, let us know what kill teams you're running. I've seen some great stuff on Twitter from people just randomly building oh, models. Yeah. Oh, cool. That looks super awesome. Um, I've seen some questionable special homebrew rules. Um, but <laughs> but uh, mostly it was some really great kill teams. So let us know what kill teams you're running, uh, what you want to see, what you think is going to be good, what you think is going to be awful. And if you think it's going to be awful, we'll make Danny run it. Yep. Yeah. I will definitely do that. I will happily take on your awful list with a good list. So. Hey, let's let's move on real quick. I know right. we're we're a little short this week, but that's fine. Uh, they got plugs. thirty minutes less Saturday. They're fine. Yeah, I know, I know, and they got thirty extra ones <laughs> last week. <laughs> uh, uh, let's do some plugs. Um, I want to plug the people that I just got bases from or uh, moving from. Exactly. Tectonic, Tectonic Graph Studios, Te- Tectonic Graph Studios. Um, they were really uh, well priced. If I'm going to be perfectly honest with you, I bought like uh, ten different movement trays, and it was like forty bucks. Uh, shipped uh so like that was nice five squads and like i said that makes my deployment time go from because i like to space my dire avengers out exactly sure um and this means that i can do it without making my opponent rip out their hair as i really slowly play squads down so Tetonic studios they do other stuff too um and they have several different designs of movement try to pick from um but all of it top quality and the work that comes really good 
super solid MGF. I I bought from them as well uh, when I was running Tyranids last year, like literally one year ago, almost exactly. Mm -hmm. And uh, I ordered thirty two movement trades or something like that because I was running like a two hundred model Tyranid army, and like I really needed to be able to move my models across the table in an hour in an hour and fifteen minutes. Um, you know, my allotted time of, of a tournament <laughs> game, right? And uh, man, the guy, I, he put he put a rush order in. He delivered like right when he's like right in time. Like it was really great. So uh, super great product. I can't. Yeah, again, John, like you're right on the money. These guys are great. Dave, who do you want to plug? <laughs> oh man, I want to plug Wargaming Web Creations today. That's awesome. Uh, it's a store dedicated to filling your gaming space with uh, nicely themed glassware. She's got some uh, chapter stuff. She's got some chaos stuff. I managed to pick up a Plague Marine uh, based Nurgle King glass for uh, for Danny because he's he plays that. Thanks, man. It's a uh, it's a brandy size, so you know you can feel hoity toity while you're uh, kicking the shit out of people. And uh, <laughs> well, please hold Marines. your brandy glass, like swirling it like an asshole. <laughs> You're like, can I see your rule book, please? That's not the way we play that where I come from. <laughs> Up the hill. Up the hill. <laughs> Jeeves, check his rule book for me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't touch non-collector's editions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, we got to make brandy, brandy glasses a wargaming thing. Oh, now. oh yeah. Man, actually, that sounds like a super good time. Drinking Just, brandy, playing war games sounds... Or like a really good rad. skit if you sure. have like a rich war gamer. Jeez, roll yeah. my dice. I have 20 <laughs> attacks. You need those sticks, uh, though, to push your models Oh, with. the, like, the, the croupier? Yeah, oh, those are my favorite, man. right? Mm. <laughs> All right. I killed this unit. And he oh. smashes it with the croupier. <laughs> <laughs> Jeeves, compensate this man for his miniatures. <laughs> Uh, Jasmine, I'm sorry you got stuck in the middle oh, of I'm this. Sorry. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. How much, oh, geez, how much awesome. is a dice? $1? $20? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> one, one, one dice, please. <laughs> uh, oh, so uh, Wargaming oh, Wife Creations. Oh, yeah. man. Uh, it's where by Jasmine's hey. trail. Do, does she have a store that I can buy her wonderful she stuff at? Does you can find yeah. her uh, if you look up uh, capital W's uh, Wargaming Wife on Etsy. You can find her there, or you can follow her on Twitter at the same handle at oh, cool. Wargaming Wife. I'm gonna try and follow her. Yeah. You should. I mean, not like physically, but on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, really it's much easier on Twitter. <laughs> um, <sighs> Danny, what you got? Um, so I wanted to plug a uh, custom meeple, uh, which creates a bunch of really nice, uh, uh, they do, uh, a bunch of different, uh, types of terrain. They do some like plastic, uh, uh, like plastic, uh, I'm trying to remember what it's called. It's not MD. croupier. No, not croupier, man. I really need a croupier. I do too now. <laughs> I'm going to write that in. Okay. So, so we need to, to film a battle report <laughs> of us playing games using nothing but croupiers oh, and trying to do like legal oh. movements. <laughs> <laughs> whilst just, drinking uh, brandy you have to have your brandy in your hand no, no. right and then move the models no, there's no, no like double hand moving stuff like you only have one hand no i'm gonna i'm gonna put on a flannel and a trucker hat and i'm gonna be drinking natty ice the whole time i'm be like hey your come croupier on. made out of nope. used beer right. cans Danny, Danny's so gonna here's be the, the deal no 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 yeah. wait 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 i'll, I'll be the class redneck. war class, class war. war yes i no, will be the red dave to offset your natural advantage in drinking you're going to have to hold in one hand uh, a a cup for your for your chew spit. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> no, it would have to be a bottle. 
Sure, that's or fine. whatever your container of choice is. <laughs> you know, like well, Johnny all... Forty Hands, like where yeah, you duct tape right. forty. Oh, so that's what hands. I'm saying. So we we duct tape empty cups to each hand, and that's how you roll dice and move <laughs> miniatures. Oh, and you drink to, a drink. <laughs> uh, so you have to finish oh, your drink oh, before you can roll your dice. Okay, oh. but but for reals, I really want to film a croupier game. Yeah, uh, dude, yeah. for real. Five hundred points of us trying to push shit across a table <laughs> and failing <laughs> miserably. Oh, if, we're if you doing guys it. know where we can get a croupier and a couple smoking jackets and maybe a fez or two, that would Ooh. be awesome. Ooh. Man, Justin has a fez. Ooh, yeah. Justin has a fez, yeah. We, got, we also will need a butler, though. We're going to need a butler. Somebody's going to okay. have to be in a tux. Like, That's fine. So. Yeah, I'm sure I can. Mm. I have sure a suit. I'll hold up a tray with dice. That's It's good. Maybe mm. some templates for the more refined gentlemen for the more vintage <laughs> games. <laughs> What is this? Wow. What is this plastic tear-shaped thing? I'm called? really glad this is where the end of the episode is. Oh, yeah. To. We're this just going a... insane at this yeah, point yeah, yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. But you said your meeples, they have high-quality yeah, tokens. Yeah, they, they good do. Stuff. And they have really good tokens. And uh, they also sell uh, Games Workshop miniatures on their website, uh, which is something that you can do now. Yeah, tokens really oh. important in current 40 Man, they do AOS tokens. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. Not official, of course. They're like called something different. Are they, are they potentially going to do any Kill Team ones? I don't know. Maybe I could see that being a big deal. They're one of the biggest token producers, so I I can totally see that happening. They do a lot of Infinity and Malifaux tokens as well. Well, those aren't real games, so sure. Yeah. Nice. Uh, one last shout out I want to do. Uh, one of our fellow podcasts, NGC Forty K, recently celebrated three years um, of oh, podcasting. Man. I wonder why you're wearing their shirt um, today. And 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 like I said, Peter over there uh, does a really good product, very fluff concentrated, does some amazing writing and producing of kind of audio segments on there too. Um, he's part of the narrative network with a couple other podcasts, but his is the one you really need to listen to. Frozen, awesome. Frozen Heresy. For, is yeah, Frozen awesome. Heresy. Uh, I have my NGC 40K shirt on right now. Uh, very nice soft cotton blend that Ted picked up for me in Adepticon. <laughs> so, yeah, mm. uh, listen to their stuff. As I said it's very, very good. And like I said, Peter is very good mind and, and uh, hand for kind of writing uh, 40K fiction down. And he usually has some really good audio dramas he does himself during his episodes. Nice. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, that, that's all I've got. All right. All right. So uh, for episode 82 of Mob Rules, uh, we're going to call this the last you'll hear of us for like a week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I've been John. I've been Dave. And I've been Danny. And uh, we'll see you, I guess next week soonish yeah